Welcome back everyone. I can't believe how long it's been since I last spoke to you all and I'm excited to be back. The modern 20s have returned and I'm sure you'll have noticed it is just my voice, Rebecca here. And yeah, it will just be me moving forwards. So I will still be chatting to you guys all about girl chat, obviously the boy chat and just any dilemmas that we're facing in life, we're going to face them together. It can feel quite lonely in the modern 20s era everything's new everything's fast paced society is just a bit crazy but we are going to do it together and hopefully my voice cheers you up every Wednesday or whenever you are listening to this so I'm excited and I can't wait to hear all about everything that's been going on with all of you guys but I thought I'd do a little quick catch up on what I've been up to because there's been a lot going on to say the least. I feel like at the start of the year I was totally like January to like May time I was totally in the zone working hard not really going out. I'm sure you guys remember that but everything was going really well actually. So moving on from May time it's just been absolutely hectic and that's obviously why there was a bit of a pause on the podcast as well but the podcast I am promising you guys it is going to be here every single Wednesday I promise I promise I promise okay so um yeah what's been happening where have I been so I've been on quite a lot of trips I have been to Manchester and yeah we'll get into that soon but I also have been to Marbella so I went for a week away with my family which was so fun and my family guys there's my mum and dad then there's me my brothers and my sister now me my brothers and my sister are very close in age so this was the first kind of family holiday we went on that we were all like old enough to drink and go out like we've never really done that as a family on holiday and it's been ages since we've actually all went away together the six of us so I'm 23 my brother's 22 my sister's almost 21 and my youngest brother's 18 so you can imagine how fun that trip was and I'm sure if anybody's got a big family they'll know like when you get along with your siblings it is so much fun in your house or like a night out or a family event so we had so much fun and then also my grand and grandpa came and met us for a few days. They were down in Mercia. So it was really quite a family affair, actually. So I loved that trip. And also my friend Holly, who you've met before, you've heard me speak about her probably as well. She is living in Mervia for the summer. So I got to see her basically every single day. And I had missed her so much. So that was really, really fun. Um, and then I came home for a few days and I went back to Marbella again. Obviously Marbella is my favourite place and I'm going to be talking a little bit about Marbella today. Um, I've got some news to tell you guys today so I'm really really excited about that but stay tuned. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. So yeah I went to Marbella again with one of my friends Danielle and she lives in Ireland so we always meet up and we met in Marbella and Holly was obviously still there living and then my other friend Matthew from home also was there so it really was a hectic kind of two and a half weeks in Spain 
then I came home and a week later I was going to Amsterdam with my gymnastics so I was there representing Great Britain I know so random from me but it was actually so much fun and I had the best time honestly like such a good time so yeah I feel like I'm all tripped out and I feel like I need to just focus a little bit again however I have one more trip, one more sunny holiday away. I'm going to Mykonos and this is a big trip that I'll need to fill you guys in on soon um, if the trip goes well. <laughs> so um, I'll leave that to your imagination but I've never been to Mykonos. I'm so excited. It is going to be unreal and I, I feel like I've booked quite good places in terms of like people have gave advice on where to go and what to do and it looks amazing. I'm just not sure what to wear. I've got some outfits and things, but it's not really a heels place. I feel like everybody's in sliders. It's on the beach, a lot of the like bars and clubs. And yeah, we'll, ju we'll just see how the vibe goes as I'm there. But I'm going for six nights and I'm excited. So yeah, we're back. We are ready to smash life. Summer's nearly over, guys. And I just can't believe it's went so fast. But I hope everyone else has had some good summer memories um but yeah so what are we talking about today guys there's a lot to talk about so I have decided that every single week we are going to be doing a debrief of the week I want you guys as involved in the podcast as much as possible because the modern 20s are so hard they really are hard so we need to be in this together or it's just never going to work it's never going to work we need a community we don't want to feel alone so yeah hopefully my voice is going to help you with that so I posted to my Instagram on the modern 20s if you're not following make sure you are and the debrief of the week has a slight relation to me. Usually I'm going to do a debrief of the week totally open-ended, like you, it is a free-for-all, guys. But this week I kind of wanted to relate it to myself um, because I've got some news, which I'm excited to get into. So debrief of the week this week was, are you a homeowner? So I posted a poll, are you a homeowner? Yes or no? And what I kind of expected is what we have. So are you a homeowner? We have 41% saying yes, you are a homeowner. And then 59% of people are saying no, they're not homeowners. Now, I totally did expect from the audience that is already there for the modern 20s for most people to not be homeowners. Um, so that doesn't surprise me but what I'm interested to know is which I should have probably asked as well like are you a homeowner on your own have you got a partner because um, there's obviously loads of ways you can get onto the property ladder but it just really does depend so are you a homeowner yes or no and I'm so excited to say that I am officially a homeowner now as well <laughs> so I'm actually so excited about this and it's like a new chapter. It's I've done it in a very different way to what most people probably do it. And I've done it all on my own. No, um, nothing towards anyone who's not done it on their own. But I'm actually really proud of myself, to be honest, to officially be a homeowner. So, yeah, more to come on that. But, yeah, you guys, I asked you guys to say... Um, where is it? If you're not a homeowner, what do you think is the hardest part about getting onto the property ladder? Or maybe you have a house and you still face struggles 
drop them below for me. So a lot of you guys DM'd me and a lot of you guys wrote in the question box. It is a struggle, guys. Totally is a struggle. I'm going to go through my journey and how I've done it, but I wanted to hear from you guys first. And a lot of the things are very similar to what you guys are saying, so I'm sure we're all relating to things here. Um, So someone's saying to me it took me so long because people were bidding way higher and we just didn't have an extra 20k on top of the deposit I wanted to give up but eventually I got there a lot of people have been saying this it it was like bidding wars and it's like how you meant to get on the property market the property ladder whatever you want to call it when it's your first time buying a house and you physically don't have the finances there to outbid someone like you maybe have finances to put a deposit down of an x amount say it is 10k 20k that you kind of can't go over that and if somebody's outbidding you an extra 20k on top of that it is really difficult so yeah it is hard it is hard I can only imagine with that one um and it's so easy guys to want to give up and just be like oh fuck this basically I'm not doing it but you're never going to get a house if you have that attitude. So, yeah, um, definitely one about being outbidded is a very common one. Um, somebody else is saying, I'm a homeowner now, but when I was looking, we kept getting crazy outbidded, crazy amounts. Same again. Um, yeah, somebody's saying a struggle is renting and saving for a deposit at the same time. This is only going to be so difficult because you're obviously trying to do both. Um, and just to add, guys, I'm no financial advisor. Trust me on that one, right? But I just feel like in this day and age, it's really, really hard to get on the property ladder. Like, the rate of mortgages right now is actually insane. And I just think, like, how physically are we all meant to get on the property ladder, especially if you're a single person as well trying to do it. It just seems so out with your reach. So that's why I wanted to talk about how I did it as well. But someone saying renting and saving, that is obviously really difficult because you're basically paying someone else's mortgage whilst trying to save for your own deposit. But see, the thing is, what I recommend Every month, try and save a certain amount, no matter what. And you should never touch that amount, right? On top of that, when you feel like it's crunch time of like, you've got a goal, like in three months, I want to put the deposit down. In six months, I want to put a deposit down. See, realistically, when you're buying a house, you need to sacrifice so much. Like two or three months before I did it, didn't go out. Like you guys know this year, I've not really went out. I sacrificed a lot of events, I sacrificed drinking, I went out sober, I done so many things, like I stopped buying clothes all the time, that was a really big one for me, I stopped actually using Klarna, because I would always buy things in Klarna and be like, I'll pay it off, or I'll not keep everything, beginners, let's be real, we do keep everything, so renting and saving is a hard one, I've never had to be in that situation, but you've just got to genuinely sit and look at where I can cut costs, like, is it getting your nails done every four weeks instead of every three weeks and things like that. I know it's only one week, but it makes a huge difference. So you've got to just roll with what you've got and do what you can. Is there any way extra job you can pick up or things like that to make an extra, say, 50, £100 a week? Like there's loads of things you can do and if you really, really want it, you will. But I can only imagine. And as well as renting, 
I don't obviously know people's situations, but is there, like, could you go back home for, like, two or three months and save that rent money? Like, some people often do that, but I know it's not really an ideal situation. Do you know what I mean? Um, Someone else was saying they've just moved in and it's always money. Money to buy, then constant money afterwards. Yeah, that is the thing, guys. It is constantly going to be an expense. Like, I can relate to that in a sense of when I got my car, I was like, yeah, I can make the monthly finance payments, no problem. And then you get the car and you're like, oh, actually, I need to insure that. Oh, actually, I need to put petrol in it. Oh, I've got a burst tyre, right? I need a new tyre. Oh, it needs a service. It needs an MLT. And it's actually like you can afford the car and then you get the car and you think, oh, my God, I've got so much to pay for and it's so difficult. And I think with things like that, you need to be prepared for emergency costs so like if you've got a house and you get a leak or like the boiler stops working or something breaks like you need to get it fixed so you need to always have a pot of cash it's not a case of just buying a house like you need to think ahead of the things you maybe need but honestly what I would say is if you can afford to buy the house with the de- if you can afford the deposit and you can make the monthly payments I feel like you'll make everything else work around that so sometimes just just go for it really um this one is a really important one right somebody said to me I really fucked up my finances when I was young and I'm in debt and an overdraft and I'm scared the bank won't loan me money for a mortgage I feel like as a young person, this is when you, one, do have the most money, but two, have the most debt, if that makes any sense. And I do feel like when you're younger, especially when I was a student, see the amount of money you could borrow. I actually do think it's a bit crazy. I was entitled to 5k a year student loan, like basically free of charge. Then I was entitled to, in year four at uni, so it goes up every year. At year four at uni, I was entitled to, I think it was like three and a half grand overdraft. Three and a half thousand pounds overdraft. That's just crazy money. So already, you think about it every year, with 5k student loan, three and a half grand overdraft. What's that? Five, six, seven, eight. Mental maths is not a strong point. Um, Eight and a half k a year, you could be in debt times that by four or five years like that is just honestly insane and I can only imagine certain situations or when we've been younger we get in like hard situations or silly situations with money because we don't understand it and there's not really a lot of money eh, not really a lot of information out there to make you understand money sometimes or you really need to research it if you want to um when you're young you just spend crazy money and do silly things and it's part of grown up guys we do need to do it do you know what I mean but um yeah the finances one is a big one it's hard for me to give advice guys because I'm not obviously an expert but I think I can relate to this I was in my overdraft for so long and I was making good money like genuinely was and I had the student loan all those kind of things but I still always used overdraft like it was just really crazy like when you know it's there you know you can use it or like your a payment's coming out that you unexpect or a payment's coming out that you do expect and you're like oh it's fine the overdraft here it's free money haha but really it, you, you need to try and not view it like that so if you've messed up your finances now and you're scared the bank won't loan you seek advice on that like go to a mortgage advisor I'm sure you can get um free appointments for them to give you advice on what's the best method for you to get a mortgage and 
for the bank to loan you money for that mortgage? Like what things can you do to tidy up your finances? Is there anywhere you can cut certain monthly payments? Um, One thing I did a little while ago when I was saving for my house was I went through everything I was paying for monthly. Like you, some I was paying for an Amazon direct debit. I don't even have Amazon. Like I was phoning the bank like this is not me. I had to cancel it. And yet it was like $8.99. But imagine that's coming out every month. And for starters, you're maybe not even using it or it's not fucking you. Um, but actually sitting like, am I actually using my Amazon Prime enough? Probably not. Or you maybe are. You might prefer Netflix, whatever it is. Um, or there's different things like every month you're paying for it. it all does add up. So you need to try and be a bit more sensible and a bit clever with it but I would I would get a mortgage um appointment and see what they would recommend for you um someone else is saying saving the thought of paying house bills every month makes me feel sick yeah I think it is that overwhelming feeling of having to pay every month for a house but at the end of the day how amazing is it that you could own that house and that's your own property and you can be so proud of yourself for getting that so yeah the saving of it is shit yeah everything else is like on top of that is going to be shit but at the end of the day you're going to have a house like how class would that be um someone's saying I'm 100% not ready to move out yeah 100% guys like you might not be ready to move out this at this point in time but that's fine there is absolutely no rush and everybody does always say to you, you should stay at home as long as you can and I do agree with it to an extent but I think sometimes when you're ready to go you're ready to go. Do you know what I mean? So if you're not ready, absolutely no, no hassle with that. Um, someone's saying mortgage interest rates are out of control at the moment, saving for deposit. Yeah. Um, mortgage interest rates are out of control, to be honest. And I feel like right now, everybody's mortgage prices are going up at the moment. I've heard a lot of talk about that. And it is difficult. It is so difficult to get on the ladder right now, especially on your own. So you've just got a forward plan and think ahead. If that's what you want um and saving for a deposit I'm going to talk about this a little bit right saving for the deposit so I opened up the cash ISA account about how many years ago I don't actually know right now the max amount you could put in the ISA FYI you can't get one anymore so if you've missed the boat you've missed the boat but for anyone that's got an ISA you can save £200 a month in it. If you can try and save the maximum of the £200 every month, every year at the end of the year, you've got a lot of money in that account. Do you know what I mean? So you've got to try and think to yourself, right, even if it's £10 a month, see if you're not actually ready to move out yet. You're going to be ready to move out one day. So if you can have an account that is solely to save for a house deposit, have it. Don't think about putting it in your savings account. Don't think of putting it in your personal account or business account, whatever it is. Have a separate account that is for a house deposit only. That is what worked for me. I had my ISA and I saved only into that. Yeah, I was saving other money at the same time when I could. But the ISA honestly saved me because every month I was trying to save 200 I didn't always do that guys um it was only near the end of the process that I was like right it needs to be 200 a month going in there and I need to be putting away more than that to be honest if I want to get this house so every single month save something whether it's 10 pound 100 pound 200 pound it doesn't matter because one day you are going to be ready to move out and you need to have finances there or you might meet somebody along the way and you want to move out together and they might have money for a deposit there and then you don't and it's like oh well, how can we do that like how can it be fair how can it 
work so you've got to think ahead a little bit and I do always say like live in the moment have fun but if you can put anything away 100% do it because it makes a huge huge difference um and that's realistically what I did um so I had a few dms that was just a few from the question box um let me go into the quest because a lot of you were in there um yeah, somebody said quite an interesting one. So, first-time buyers just cannot compete with what some people have to offer on homes. We heard that one of the houses we put an offer in on, bear in mind it was an ex-council house, and it ended up selling for 40 k over asking, like, what the actual fuck. Although I will say, if anyone is discouraged by this, just try and keep putting in offers for ones you like. As the house we ended up getting was totally meant to be, and now I'm looking back, I'm glad we didn't get the other houses we wanted because it's so true what's meant to be will be, which actually is so true. Just don't give up. That's kind of the basis of what a lot of people are saying. Don't give up and just keep going with it. Keep putting offers in and just try. And see if you don't get accepted for an offer, it probably wasn't the right thing for you anyway. So you've got to just think, right, I just need to keep going and keep trying um so what have I done recently with buying a house oh I actually have not said this to anybody apart from my close friends and family so I have actually just bought a house in Spain (laughs) so I know guys I do feel quite like I'm a random person I feel like my close friends and family this doesn't surprise but to some people listening right now they'll be like sorry what but yeah I just bought a house in Spain because I was between two mindsets of I'm ready to buy a house but I just feel like to buy a house in Scotland for me personally just isn't really what I wanted to do now this isn't me saying I'm buying a house in Spain to live in Spain I'll get into that in a little second but I just honestly don't want to be tied to Scotland you guys have listened to me before some of you follow me on Instagram you see how often I'm traveling and I love being in the sun I love seeing your places I love going to the same places over and over as well like Marbella and I just thought to myself I want a house in Spain that is what I want and that's exactly what I did and it's true, just go for what you want. So I bought a house in Marbella and the location is amazing. It's like a 20 minute walk from the gym that I always go to. If you've seen me on Instagram, it's Real Club Paddle. It's such a good gym. Um, it's less than five minute drive to the port. So you're away from the absolute nightlife, which is would be crazy to stay on the port or anything like that. Um, so it's like a few minute drives away from there and it's not too far either it's just absolutely perfect and I actually rented an Airbnb last year and when I was on my balcony I was looking out onto like a building site of the houses and I was like oh that looks like it's going to be amazing it's like this brand new complex and things like that I was like oh maybe I'll get an Airbnb there next year or something or whenever it's ready and that's actually where I've ended up buying so it's like life does a full 360 sometimes so I have obviously put my deposit down and it's been built right now so it's all reserved it's I've put the full deposit down basically and yeah (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I'm doing (laughs) but life is just about trial and error and more so my plan is to use that as an investment I'm quite lucky that 
I've obviously got a good home life where I can stay at home right now and I'm considering the options of moving abroad and things like that. Um, with my job, I'm very, very lucky. I can work from anywhere and I love that. I know some people aren't as fortunate as that, which is absolutely fine. But I'm using this house as an investment property. So I'm hoping to Airbnb it out. So if anybody's looking for an Airbnb in Marbella next year, it's not ready till next September. So we've, we're on a waiting game right now, guys. But it's fine. It'll be ready one day. Hopefully it's ready early, actually. But yeah, I bought a house in Spain in Marbella and I'm actually so buzzing. I just feel like... To be able to say, do you know what? I've actually done this on my own. I've saved up this money. I've put the deposit down. I've dealt with a lawyer. I've done X, Y, and Z for this. And I've worked so hard for it. To be able to say that, I'm so proud of myself. And I'm a wee bit nervous for next year with obviously like everybody's saying, oh, you've still got to pay your monthly payments every month. You've got like your bills, you've got loads of things to think about in Spain like you've got like your community fee and all that like um for them to upkeep the complex and things like that but yeah I've got a an apartment I say a house it's actually an apartment um I don't know why I said house but yeah it's an apartment in a complex it's brand new there's going to be a pool on the rooftop there's going to be a gym up the stairs as well um it's a three bed it's got a beautiful balcony and guys honestly see my bathrooms they're actually stunning like the design of it all is just unreal so I'm actually so excited because one it's given me another business to make more money which is a bonus as always like that's great but it's also given me somewhere that I can go at any time if I want to if I want a holiday I've got somewhere I can go and I go to Marbella that often guys that I just think I'm actually as well as paying monthly payments for like an apartment, do you know what I mean? So, um, and it's also given me, which I'm really happy to be able to do, somewhere that my family can go to if they want to as well. So like my mom and dad, they definitely deserve to be able to go to Spain and stay in that apartment, like, and it be like a cheap holiday for them, just need to get their flight over and just relax and just give back to my family and I'm excited for that and then obviously it's a brand new one so I'm going to need to furnish it so that's something I'm saving up for a little bit just now to furnish it all so it's looking lovely and I'm actually so excited I told my friends like when I get this apartment we need to have like a mattress party like just get all the mattresses on the floor and just have a pajama party so I'm actually really looking forward to having like you know I don't know if people do that but it's like a lock-in sleepover when there's like no furniture in it we'll just have a kind of um fun night like my friends and my family so that'll be really really good um so yeah that was quite big news that's why I want to talk about it today because you actually just do not know what's going to happen um but for anybody who's trying to buy here it's definitely a lot harder I feel like the process was actually quite easy for me so a little bit about the process I I do things very spontaneous guys I personally didn't shop about didn't really compare prices I seen one apartment I wanted and I got it (laughs) I think what people know about me if I want something that's what I want and that's what I want to get and that is what I did so I actually knew someone who was buying in that apartment block um, or in that complex even so I personally know someone who purchased there 
And I had actually spoke to somebody else who was thinking about it as well. And I was like, this is a place to be, like, this is amazing. And at the time when I was going through all the inquiry process and things like that, I kind of shot out of it and I thought, I'm not doing this. And then a few weeks went by and I thought, oh, I really wish I just went for it. And I thought, Do you know what, I'm going to see if it's still available because they were selling so quickly and I thought, oh, it's never going to be still available. And I thought, no, I'm going to see. And it was still there and I thought... I think this is a bit of fate. So I just thought to myself, I'm going to just get it. This is mine. Like I'd already put envisioned myself in this apartment, <laughs> like on the balcony, loving life. So I just thought, right, I'm going to just go for it. And I did it through a lawyer. So I didn't actually do it through an estate agent in Spain. I did it through my lawyer who was passed on to me. A Spanish lawyer, obviously. Um, you kind of need that for translation and things like that and do you know the good thing is like he can help me get like a Spanish bank account set up you need an NIE number to purchase over there as well that's like I don't know if it's like national insurance number for us the equivalent um so he can apply for that for me as well it's just obviously you need to do everything the right way you can't you can't do it without a representative either a state agent or um the lawyer and they obviously take a cut in terms of you need to pay them obviously so um I think sometimes you think about a deposit and it seems quite achievable and then you think to yourself right I need to pay my lawyer fees or the mortgage advisor fees whatever it is that you need to pay for and um, depending on what way you're doing it and you rem- you need to remember that there are these added costs to it so yeah that was kind of my process of actually getting it inquiring about it and honestly see the process of me actually getting it really simple really straightforward when you've got somebody to kind of call when you need something it's absolutely fine so um anything I needed I just phoned my lawyer and obviously when I was sending over my deposit I was terrified like I had anxiety that full week of it like coming to a head of sending all the money like the paperwork going through I was actually I had Like, you know how when anxiety surges through your body? That's how I felt when I was buying this apartment. My full body was genuinely, like, like rattling with anxiety. And you guys know, like, I'm not really that bad for getting those feelings. But that week, oh my God, I do really, really remember it. And I remember it just being, like, a surreal moment once it went through. Like, I was still panicking. And because you're sending a lot of money Bear in mind, I sent, I had to buy the currency in euros first. So basically what I did was I went through a company called Currencies Direct, I'm sure it is. And basically you're on the phone to them and they buy you. So say it was 10,000 euros. They bought me 10,000 euros at like a good rate. Then I put in and they tell me how much 10,000 euros cost. Say it cost me 9,000 pounds just to keep numbers simple here. I had to buy that and put it into Currencies Direct and then I had to add a recipient to send it to, which was obviously sending it to the company that I was buying the house from, like the builders and and things like that. And I was like, oh my fucking God, I'm letting go of this money. This is it for life. Like I was freaking out. But the thing is, I'm sure anybody that's bought a house when they've sent that deposit money, they've freaked out as well because it's so scary. But actually... Like you just need to pay it. So paid that and after that I was this was whilst I was in Marbella. So I had already sent all the money before I'd went to Marbella. And then when I went to Marbella with my family, um I went and viewed the property. So <laughs> I hadn't even seen it yet. 
<laughs> who actually buys an apartment that they've not seen yet like only me would do that but I had obviously seen pictures I had spoke with like the lawyer I had spoke with like what do you call the people who are selling you the houses that not selling the houses but because they're not estate agents I don't think they were like running the the building of it I don't know maybe they are estate agents I don't know I can't really remember but anyway I what was I even saying there yeah so I hadn't viewed it but I'd spoke to all these people and I'd seen it I knew what I was getting I'd seen like the floor plan pictures of like the showroom and stuff like that and I thought right fuck it let's let's go um so when I went to Marbella with my family my mum my dad and my sister we all went to see it obviously it's not built yet so I could only go in the showroom and we had to put like high vis on hard hat um and the woman took us up and I remember viewing it, taking loads of pictures um, and it was amazing to actually see what mine is similarly going to look like. The one that I viewed, the showroom is slightly bigger than what I've got but because it's a four bed but it's the same kind of standard which is obviously what I wanted to see and actually went in and I just thought oh my god like this is crazy and I remember walking out and I was walking down the stairs and I just stopped in the stairs with my mum I just burst into tears and that is a memory I'll always hold in my mind and my heart and I just burst into tears because I just thought I can't believe that I've done this and when I started crying my mum was like Rebecca oh like she didn't know what to say she was like you regret it don't you and I was like no I was like I'm so happy and I don't really get that emotional often but that just hurt me like it hit me so much and I thought I can't believe I've physically done this and you know the moments it's going to be like a hit or miss moment where you go to yourself think fuck what have I done or it's going to be like oh my god this is amazing I was really nervous for what way it was going to go for me and it just solidified how I feel about it how confident I feel about getting this property and I just felt amazing like I felt so good about it so I think you just know when it's right and I think nerves are normal as well like you you're going to feel like you're making the wrong decision you're going to feel like you regret it but actually it just felt so right so I'm really proud of myself for doing that um, and then the week I went back to Marbella, I signed like all the documents. Um, I've actually got a parking space as well, guys. So if anybody's bringing a car over, feel free to get in the parking space if you're in my Airbnb. Um, but yeah, I've bought a house. <laughs> I'm a homeowner. <laughs> I actually don't even know how that's happened. But yeah, that is the process. Obviously, my payments don't start till next year, so we'll see how I go on with that. <laughs> But I'm so excited, guys. Honestly, it just feels like the right time. It feels like the right place. Just everything feels right. Everything feels so good. So I'm buzzing, absolutely buzzing. And I just can't believe it. So that is my debrief of the week, pretty much in terms of catching you up on big life events. But um, something else that I'm really looking forward to is obviously having the podcast back. I'm so excited. We've actually got some guests coming up as well. And I'm really looking forward to that. Um, some kind of random, like, but funny guests coming on. And I know you guys will like it. So keep um, listening out and watching the socials for who's coming on. But also, recently, I feel like I've took a lot of leaps with um, 
like business. I've been really, really working hard on growing my business. And to be honest, guys, I don't really want to talk too much about coaching and fitness because I know that's actually not why you guys listen to this. I know you guys listen to the chat, the gossip, um, you want to feel driven. And yeah, all of that is what I, I do as well within my job. But also, it's not for me to force it upon you so yeah I'm looking forward to my new program launching UVU 2.0 that is what it's called and maybe by the time this podcast is out it'll probably actually be out so check my socials at get fit with Reb if you're not already to make sure you're up to date with what's going on there um so yeah I'm looking forward to that um new program launching and obviously I'm going to Mykonos this week guys and (laughs) I don't really know how much I want to say about this just yet but it's definitely going to be a trip that I need to fill you guys in on. I'm basically going on my first vacation. (laughs) I can't believe I just said that however I'm very much like when it comes to dating I've been very open in season one about my dating life and long may it continue to be honest I feel like over the past few months obviously I've got a new kind of it feels funny to say this but I've got like a new direction of life I don't want to I don't want to say too much just yet I want to go to Mykonos and fill you guys in on everything that's been happening over the past few months in terms of boys but it's been really really exciting and I feel like there's like a new chapter coming up in my life in terms of relationships which I'm excited about and we'll see what happens what's meant to be genuinely will be so I just think do you know what just go for it and I think a turning point for me in terms of relationships right now I just feel like the past year I would say since September 2022 that's when I really totally dialed in on myself I'd had an amazing summer I'd had so much fun with my friends we were going out every weekend and we were doing amazing things and when I came home from Marbella last September I thought right it's time to focus on myself like what am I actually looking for from a guy? What do I actually want from a guy? What qualities do I need? What qualities do I want? And what do I want to bring to the table in a relationship as well? So it's something that I've really worked on, a lot of self-development. And I feel like girls will really relate to this and I feel like they'll really relate to me in terms of like being a girl, right? You go through really hard breakups, you go through really shitty times with previous boyfriends, previous situationships and it really does knock your confidence and I think from a personal standpoint I definitely always went for the wrong kind of people but at the time I thought it was the right person for me. So I feel like I've got a new outlook on relationships and in January I said to myself right I've kind of worked in myself up until Christmas now in January I thought right I want to date again I want to get myself out there I want to date not to marry I want to date for experience I want to date to find out my standards and where they're at and exactly find out what I want because see if you don't actually know what you want in a partner you don't know the qualities like you're never going to look for that in people yeah going with the flow is great and getting to know people is great but for me personally if I've went on a date with someone 
I'm very harsh in the sense of I generally know in the first five minutes of meeting someone whether they're right for me or not. I'm quite, I've worked to myself so much that I feel like I'm a better judge of character now. And the people could be really, really nice and whatever else, but they're just not right for me. And I just began to hold myself to such a high standard to the point where it was almost like the standards were unrealistic. And I just think you can go one of two ways here. You can keep dating and you can keep seeing someone and you can think, do they meet everything that I want? You can have that conflicting mindset or you can think to yourself, I'm not dropping my standards for nobody because I promise you someone will meet those standards. Is everything perfect in life? Absolutely not. But genuinely, you should never drop your standards for anybody. Why in this day and age I feel like we need to settle? I find it crazy. Like, there is so many people out there. There's so many ways to meet people. There is so many ways to communicate, to date like the sky is the limit when it comes to dating. Like you could go on a date in another country and you could make it work if you really like that person. Or you could go on a date from somebody local. You could meet somebody in a dating app. You can meet somebody in a night out. You can meet somebody in the gym, a coffee shop. You can meet people anywhere. People DM you like social media. There's so many ways to meet people. Like people meet their partners on like TikTok and all that now, which is just crazy. But it just generally shows the way the world is going. You can meet people however you want to meet people. And how I've like adapted best to this is just to be more open-minded. Not everything will be perfect. I totally get that. But be open-minded to what you really want from a partner and be open-minded to dating because it's really easy to close yourself off for so long when you've been hurt in the past but realistically you're never going to heal if you avoid it all the time so for me I just thought you know what this year I'm going to throw myself into dating and I went on I'm not like saying I'm a serial dater right but I did go on a lot of dates to get me to a point where I felt ready to at a point to kind of let somebody in so until you get to that point you're never really going to know and you might not meet the right person for you from the get-go you might meet the f- or you might go on your first date being open-minded and you're like this is the one you actually don't know but if you don't try to date you're never going to know so I really do recommend if you've been struggling you don't know what you want from a guy you're always going for the wrong people like get dating experience I know a lot of people want to date to marry but let's be real here like that's not everyone's intentions like you go out with a lot of guys and the intention is not to to date to marry you sometimes it will be sometimes the intention is maybe just to do other things obviously which is obviously fine just need to always make sure you're on the same page as somebody else to be honest so yeah Dating has been interesting for me recently, to say the least. And I'll not share too much yet, but if you keep listening to more episodes, I'm going to go into it in a lot of detail. And yeah, Mykonos is coming up. So yeah, yeah. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) I actually get kind of nervous when I talk about things like this because like, I feel like sometimes things are precious to you or like sometimes I don't really care about judgment, but I feel like when it comes to dating like it's very easy to judge people like oh they always go on dates like what are they doing like oh they never leave the house they don't give anyone a chance like there's total opposite sides of it but just get yourself out there guys build some confidence get on hinge get on tinder i actually stand by it it's 
really good way to build your confidence get yourself out your comfort zone comfort zone is an easy place to be but are you going to meet anybody there absolutely not so yeah also one more thing I'm going to say about dating and relationships you also as much as I've got high standards right you're going to get out of a relationship what you put into a relationship so even although you've got high standards which I do think girls you need to hold yourself to high standards in terms of what you want but you've got to think like what actually am I offering here because you've got loads to offer but you need to actually offer that like don't close yourself off and play it cool all the time and that's something I used to do all the time honestly guys like I used to play it cool and think oh yeah let's play the game and all that like who can be arsed be yourself like honestly get what you want out of these dates and get what you want out of like these relationships you need to you need to actually put yourself in a situation where you've got stuff to offer as well so don't play the game the mind games it's a load of rubbish right we want to have healthy relationships so we've got to put healthy feelers out into the world we don't want toxicity guys we want to have healthiness that's what I'm for now and yeah that's just my view on relationships right now I feel like I'm going in a new path right now in terms of relationships and things don't work out guys so be it like genuinely so be it at least you can say you tried so yeah I'm a homeowner I'm going to Mykonos and there's a new path of relationships for me right now so yeah I'm gonna close off there I hope you guys enjoyed episode one of season two actually I'm so buzzing to be back it feels so nice just to talk out in the open and this is a safe place guys please always feel free to write in any point you don't need to wait until I've got a poll up or a question box feel free to write in with something that you want me to talk about or you want to hear my opinion on anything but we are also going to be going on YouTube as well so if you're watching this on YouTube hey if you're listening through your earpods right now or whatever you are maybe I'm playing through your Alexa hey <laughs> um but yeah just um make sure you're following across all socials we've got at the modern 20s on Instagram TikTok and YouTube as well and remember it's me I get fit with Reb bringing you all the gossip the chat and we're here for a long time so I hope you guys listen like listening to episode one and keep everything coming Love you guys. Bye.